Is this normal? It's probably nothing serious. Maybe I'll feel better tomorrow. Emergency symptoms can be good at hiding. That's why you shouldn't ignore symptoms like chest pain, high fever, trouble breathing, or severe stomach pain. They could be a medical emergency in disguise. Thankfully, an Eastside ER is ready to serve you 24-7 with fast wait times and dedicated ER experts so we can quickly help turn your questions into answers. Visit eastsidemedical.com. Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. Gwinnett Business Radio is cared for by Eastside Medical Center, providing quality care to Gwinnett County and the greater Atlanta area for over 38 years. And hello and welcome to another award-winning edition of Gwinnett Business Radio. I'm Mike Salmon alongside Stephen Julian, but you probably already knew that. Good morning, Stephen. Hey, good morning, Mike. How are you? Doing well. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. And uh, as we uh, do today's uh, podcast, we are in the holiday season, getting ready for the uh, Christmas season. Absolutely. And not only are we coming to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios, but we are cared for by Eastside Medical Center. Quality care close to home, Eastside Medical Center has been a community healthcare leader for over 39 years. Nationally recognized for patient safety, Eastside focuses on delivering quality care with exceptional outcomes by using the most advanced technology and experienced physicians. For more information on Eastside System of Care, visit eastsidemedical.com. As we close out 2019, you know, Stephen, we've done this now for almost seven years. Wow. We've been here in the Sinesta three years. My goodness and and you haven't killed me yet it is amazing (laughs) that's another award that you win uh, well, well, thank you. I, tr- I try not to kill yeah. folks So, uh, in this holiday spirit. Normally. Uh, two folks that we're excited to talk about today as we just continue to move on. Rob Learn is here from Trident Cleaners, and Brent Stromwall is here from Odigos. And we are excited to talk about their businesses. Just a couple more business leaders. We've had, what, 2,000 business leaders Man. now in our seven years. But these are probably going to be the two best we've ever had. It's going to be the greatest show ever. Greatest show so we've excited. ever had. <laughs> Uh, Rob Learn is joining us with Trident Cleaners. He is the owner and founder of the company. Rob, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be in uh, podcast greatness, the company of it. Thank you. Already, wow. Already <laughs> the That's why it's going to be yes. the greatest show. They actually paid us a compliment. I don't know what to do with myself, Mike. Rob, you got a, you got a pretty interesting business, very, very unique. Tell us about Trident Cleaners. Uh, Trident Cleaners is the only business in the state of Georgia that will pick up a dumpster turn it upside down, pressure wash it at over 200 degrees, kill all bacteria and odor. Um, pretty unique, pretty exciting, very fortunate to have brought this business concept to Gwinnett County and Georgia. Is this your idea? Where did this come from? Well, uh, without uh, taking up most of the podcast to tell the story, uh, let me get to the nitty gritty. Uh, 25 years in the hotel restaurant business, um, got tired of the commute, got tired of the 24-7, 365 environment at the hotel business. Took a break, a planned break, uh, with the support of my spouse. And uh, one summer day, as many find here in Georgia, went out to the garbage can at my house. Uh, was just ripe with odors, foul, use, pick your adjective. Uh, a lot of creepy crawlers in there. And uh, just went inside just totally frustrated and disgusted and said, God, why doesn't anyone clean these? And uh, the light bulb went off. 
and uh, started going down the rabbit hole that is the internet and researching things of that nature and actually found a business that uh, had some patent pendings and produces a truck, uh, you know, with some patents and as I said, um, that will actually pick up a dumpster. And I spoke to my wife, I'm like, honey, you know, this is this is my wheelhouse. I could sell this to hotel and restaurant peers. Um, it is a need. And, you know, for the second time in 20 years, she said yes. So. <laughs> By the way, Rob, that might be one of the greatest uses of the word nitty gritty ever. So well, I, I love that. that. Fantastic. Make sure and trademark that around the business. Um, <laughs> I, it's an obvious answer of why do people need to have their dumpsters clean? Every, I mean, everybody gets it. But I don't think everybody gets it because everybody, well, yeah, I know I should, but yeah, really get into the nitty gritty of uh, why is it so important that people need to clean, uh, have their dumpsters uh, pressure washed? Well, it, it was, it, it <laughs> kind of kicked myself after, uh, you know, I kind of stumbled upon this and got the green light for my wife, you know, started talking to my peers in the hotel business. And, you know, I've been in it, as I said, for 25 years, never once had my dumpster cleaned. Um, couldn't, it wasn't a thing. Um, you never and, think about it because you you walk by, you just expect to smell the, the yeah, garbage. Yeah, you yeah don't it's really, a known. It's accepted. You know, it's accepted. Yeah. And, and when you start thinking about it, and the wheels start turning, it's uh, you know all the odors are, are just there. All the things that make their way into the hotels in the restaurants kind of emanate from there. And it was just you know you scratch your head. Why is this not a thing? How has this never been a thing? Like, why is nobody cleaning these? And you do a little more research. It's very popular in Canada, parts of Europe and Australia, and it has never brought or made its way to the U.S. And I just, hey, this this could be my niche. This could be my thing. And uh, walked away from the hotel business to, to launch this exciting venture. Apart from uh, smelling much better and, and right. apart from uh, clients and customers not complaining, uh, are there any other benefits uh, that, that I wouldn't think of uh, automatically of, of having... Well, it's you know it's it's certainly big on on curb appeal. Um, you know, in the in the hotel business, you're kind of programmed to think curb appeal and you know positive clues and negative clues. You know, you get a very positive impact or, or inviting uh, look from a restaurant or a business when you pull up and you know their dumpster is clean and the area surrounding the dumpster uh, is, is clean. Um, you don't have odors, you don't have flies, all that kind of good fun stuff. Um, additionally, what many people in the hotel and restaurant business have done to combat these things over the years, since there wasn't an opportunity, was they're just pouring chemicals, they're pouring bleach, God knows what else. They're paying you know hundreds and thousands of dollars for pest control to get rid of raccoons, rats, mice, you know insects, whatever. Um, and and this really can combats that. Um, I think it's it's you know, a service that's going to eliminate all of that. It is good for the environment because we pressure wash it 200 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. It kills everything on contact. We do not need to use chemicals. Um, and, and the best part is it is a self-contained unit. So, you know, imagine a dishwasher, if you will. It's hydraulically much like a garbage truck, picking up the dumpster, turning it upside down. It's pressure washing, but it's also collecting all that water. Um, so we actually take the dirty water with us. So that's kind of exciting. So there's no need for chemicals. There's no need for, um, you know, I'm not making a mess in your parking lot or whatnot. So it's, it's pretty exciting. We're talking with Rob Learn with uh, Trident Cleaners here on Gwinnett Business Radio. So let me think about the logistics of this because here, here at Su uh, almost said Subaru of Gwinnett, here it's uh, the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta. Sometimes we have boxes from our studio. We go back to the dumpster and it, it, 
It smells. Okay, it smells. Yeah, I said yeah. it, not Mike. Uh, okay. So if Sinesta wants to get mad, get mad so, at me, Stephen Julian. So logistically, how does it work? Are you cleaning it here on site? Do you take it away and do it elsewhere? How does that work? Um, well, we work in conjunction with the business um, because, you know, Sinesta would be a, a great example. They're open 24 hours, as all hotels are. So, you know, uh, we can clean it anytime we want. Um, what you need to do is you have to have the dumpster clean, or excuse me, emptied. So we have to follow the, you know, we work with the business leader. Hey, what days do you get your, your dumpster emptied? Most people don't realize that, you know, in a, in a busy, you know, atmosphere or busy business, um, we, you know, you get your dumpster emptied two or three times a week. So there's a, there's a pretty big window there. We come in after the dumpster has been emptied. We clean it right there here on site. Um, we are a little flexible because we do <laughs> – what you don't think about is you can send your maintenance guy or whoever out to pressure wash the, the dumpster pad, right? But that, that maintenance person is not removing the dumpster. They can't move it. It's, you know, thousands of pounds. So what we also do is we remove the dumpster. We pressure wash the pad and kill everything that's been growing God knows – what underneath the dumpster so it's kind of kind of cool in that regard so a lot of you know you might ha you know have a, a pretty clean dumpster but uh, god knows what's underneath there and uh, we solve that problem as well um, and because you know most people don't realize you know the dishwasher is uh you know cleans it your dishwasher cleans it you know 125 to 145 degree temperatures we're cleaning at 200. now i wouldn't recommend it but you could technically eat out of your dumpster when we're done <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a first on this show. We've never had someone say that. Do, you, do your do your folks actually have to get in the dumpster? By the way, when they're cleaning it, or is it done all from the outside? It's, it's done all from the outside. Okay, so pretty exciting. Safety first. Safety first. I'm, that's right. I'm still imagining them lifting it up, turning it upside down, that kind of stuff. But the idea of getting to the pad is is, is a very interesting concept. All right, Trident cleaners. Any significance to the name? Um, well, you know, you kind of. Admittedly, first time I've ever had to name a business, so you you know kind of stress over it and think about it way too much. Um, Rob's dumpster cleaning company yeah. just yeah, that just, that, didn't that just didn't feel right. Yeah. Uh, so you know you search long and hard, and you know you you run into you know people having other names that kind of might fit. But uh, when it got down to it, I wanted to have kind of a, a, a play on words, perhaps. Um, you know, you think of mythology, you think of Poseidon and his trident, and using the power of water, which is essentially what we do uh, i thought that started working on a very basic level the the truck also has these three pressure washing heads so i'm like hey it kind of looks like a trident um and when you start peeling back the layers of the onion a little deeper you know you start thinking it out and hey is this really a fit and you know what i'm really doing this for is to provide a, a you know a better life and for my family my, my wife and two girls michelle and uh, Ale michelle alexis and addison and and there's three of them and you know hey the trident and we also go to a, a very popular uh, local Atlanta church that does an annual gift, you know, charitable, whatever you want to call it, gift giving. Uh, and, and their motto, if you will, is give, serve, love. Um, so, you know, you start playing on that. That's a pretty big, uh, pretty good business model to emulate is to be out in the community giving, serving and loving. So, again, th comes in threes. Yeah, so, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it. it. Very good. Um, so you, you've mentioned hotel and restaurant. And that's clearly that that's that's almost self-explanatory. Um, I'm assuming other dumpsters as well uh, fit. And so, other than hotels and restaurants, who are some of the people you're trying to get in front of? Because um, I know a lot of business owners are like, "What? Well, there is a dumpster, but it's not mine." So, who who are you trying to get in front of? Um, office 
you know, people that own uh, commercial real estate, you know, the office buildings and whatnot, you know, a lot of, you know, for example, you guys are leasing this space in Senesta, right? You don't own their dumpster, but somebody owns their dumpster, just like a, an office building. You know, the XYZ business is, you know, they might want to talk to their landlord, perhaps. Um, so, yeah, pretty much anyone with trash. Um, and I, I feel compelled to mention that, you know, although my wheelhouse is probably commercial hotel and restaurant and other kind of stinky dumpsters, if you will, we also do residential so we have the capability to go out in you know the 55 gallon garbage cans that you have on your on your curb that uh, smell pretty bad we can uh, do those as well because that's kind of how you know the idea started for myself and no more cleaning them out with the hose and no more dumping bleach in them and dumping that down your sewer which is you know terrible for the environment w- in general i wonder if an hoa could hire you to do every everyone in the in the neighborhood mm. you know you guys just go from door to door i just i might have just given them a business i like where your head's at yeah yeah i like so. that I, I see exactly you know where the, the light went on because i think about it and as, as steven said earlier when we walk by dumpsters we just expect the smell we've just right. learned to live with it never really thought about cleaning it so it, it makes perfect sense but when you first told me when i first met you at a i think it was a chamber event yeah. you said i clean dumpsters when you go to you know you're going to a hotel owner or manager and say i want to talk to you about cleaning your dumpster what's what's the first reaction you get because i would think at first like are you serious because no one really thinks about it my 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 ex- the, the 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 catchphrase that i use all the time is i have the least sexy elevator pitch ever right like nobody wants to talk about it um but i I like to think that i spent 25 years in the hotel business to gain the experience to make this business successful um so yeah it's it's it it, it is a wearing down nobody everyone thinks it's a great idea Um, nobody wants to nobody's ready to pay well i shouldn't say that (laughs) but but it it takes some convincing um so yeah it's it's proof in the pudding i I think really we've got to earn business but i think it's you know that the tipping point is coming um a lot of local uh regulations are coming so for example the state of california they have now mandated um that restaurants for example have to separate their solid waste from their paper products so i think that's coming as the environment becomes more and more uh you know it's it's community by community um there is a city in florida for example their local ordinances uh signed up with a company like mine if you will there's about 30 of these trucks in the country by the way um and and they're just doing the entire city so i think you know we're, we're getting there as the word gets out um you know once upon a time people thought it was crazy for a truck to go business to business and shred paper but uh yeah you know, now it's a thing yeah <laughs> well and and it, it's I, I can tell i mean the education isn't hard right. it's that am i is this am i going to put the money to do this um but to me it's more than just cleaning it it's the fact that you clean the pad underneath it's the fact that you take all the water with you i mean there's cleaning and then there's no you'll really get it clean i would imagine as you're networking like you said the least sexy elevator pitch you don't want to wait for them to have regulation to do it you want to you want to say hey this is worth getting it done let me ask this for those people who do see the benefit and actually are willing to put the money to it, is this something I would imagine? Is this something that you should get done every year, every three years, every five years? But especially with businesses that have never had it done before, because sure. uh, I think the old way of cleaning was, hey, we need to get a new dumpster. This one's just absolutely rotted. Correct. So what what would be a reasonable amount to to get the dumpster taken care of at a restaurant? One of the one of the 
messier places. Um, well, at it, it our heart, we're you know basically a pressure washing company on steroids, right? Um, so you know, and, and I should also mention that you know the the trash collection companies are are eating up the concept. Um, we're working with them to to your point, a restaurant or a customer calls and them and complains that hey their dumpster smells, and it's easier for us to go out and clean it for them than their customer um, actually pay us. But you know we'll take. We'll take the business from you know anywhere we can get it. But uh, to answer your question, um, I think a sustained cleaning program is is recommended. Um, you know, one time is you know like any business, it's going to cost the most because it's the dirtiest and the grossest, and I'm going to get the, the filthiest and it's going to smell the worst. Uh, but as you do it uh, regularly, we we do typically most of our clients are on an annual program where we come once a month, we follow their dumpster. Uh, you know, emptying schedule, if you will. We'll come once a month, we'll pick up their dumpster, we'll clean it, we'll pressure wash the pad on a quarterly basis. The first time is, you know, horrific, the pad, um, and then it's easier to maintain. And then the dumpster, you know, we offer some flex opportunities, you know, for example, December, pretty cold out there, 28 degrees this morning, not a lot of rotting items, not a lot of smell emanating from your dumpster, right? Um, not that I recommend anyone go out and take a, take a whiff, but, uh, yeah, so we'll allow them to flex them instead of you know getting a, a cleaning in December. Hey, why don't can we have two cleanings in July when we need it the most? So we're we have pretty full service. Uh, you know, every plan is custom catered, so we can do as I said, as a pressure washing company, we can do sidewalks and entrances and windows and just about anything. You know, grocery stores would in their shopping carts and, and stuff like that. So it's pretty exciting. And you, Rob, are the first and only in Georgia doing this. Correct. Correct. On the commercial side, there's a couple uh, tr smaller vehicles that are doing just the residential. Um, but not at 200 degrees Fahrenheit, maybe? Not. Well, you maybe, still maybe need not. the temperature. Yeah. They just do the All residential. Right. Okay. So, on the, right. let, Let's say it this way. I'm the only truck in Georgia er, that can pick up a dumpster with a hydraulic lift. How about that? I like that. You're so. based in Swanee. What is right. your area of where you'll go to do this? Um, well, right, you know, as, as we only have one truck and we're trying to figure out how, how to scale, um, we're trying to keep it as tight as possible um, for the right customer. And there's a lot of customers lining up. You know, if XYZ's got, you know, 50, 100, 150 restaurants, um, if there's maybe a Christian chicken restaurant out there that's got, you know, locations nationwide, uh, we could certainly talk about such such things. He, he just spoke up about a religious foul. I'm not quite sure about that, but. <laughs> Waffle restaurants, you know, gas stations, sure, whatever, anybody. absolutely. But there's all that's also the benefit of being in Atlanta. There's such a <clears throat> they can know, put their name on the truck if if, if they have enough restaurants for the right price. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll allow sponsorship, much like a stadium. Sure. For those that would like to get in touch with you, what's the best way to find out more information? Say, hey, you know what? I do have a dumpster behind my building. It's, it stinks. To, I was going to say, high heaven. Thank you. Thanks, I, was, I couldn't think of how to say it cleanly. You're welcome. Um, you know how how do, how can I reach out to you? Well, I, I feel the concept's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it is. But if you'd like some more information, uh, www.tridentcleaners.com. Uh, our phone number is also 678-250-3990. Uh, feel free to give me a call. I will be the one that answers the phone or calls you back. And again, the website, tridentcleaners.com. Yep. Rob, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Really enjoyed it. The whole time he's talking, I'm thinking, where can I throw in a joke about a dumpster fire? And I just, it just... I was just thinking, I love trash by Oscar the Grouch, that great song yeah. from Sesame yeah. Street. Couldn't Heritage. come up with anything though. Hey, before we go on to our next guest, and again, thanks to Rob. Before we go on to um, Brent, I want to uh, recognize another one of our great partners here at Business Radio X, and that is the Macro Nutrient Meal Plan by Chef Jarvis. Honey, I sure am hungry. There's nothing to eat. I don't feel like ordering takeout. Me too. 
I wish we were on the macronutrient meal plan by Chef Jarvis that I told you about. Right now, we could be enjoying Chef's five-star quality, healthy, and delicious meals. They would have been delivered right to our doorstep. Well, let's go to his website and sign up now. What was his website? It's chefjarvis.com. C-H-E-F-J-A-R-V-I-S.com. I'm on the site. Wow, look at this. He says we can eat like royalty every day without lifting a finger, and all of his ingredients are antibiotic, hormone, and GMO-free. Everything is completely gluten and sugar-free. His plan options are a monthly subscription service, so when we register, we'll get food for the entire month. No commitments, no contracts. This is awesome. See, honey, I told you. We'll save a ton of money and time on grocery shopping and cooking. With the two of us, we get a multi-person discount. That was quick. Our first delivery will be here tomorrow. I can't wait. I feel bad for Chef Jarvis because probably after talking about smelly dumpsters, a Chef Jarvis commercial Actually, is the, probably not the best place for the Chef Jarvis commercial. I, I, I completely disagree, Mike. It's the best place to put it because we've been talking about trash and people are like, okay, that's great, but let's get on to a, a different topic. And then you start getting thinking about fantastic meals, macronutrients with Chef Jarvis. They, I love the positivity. I'm trying. Happy holidays. Happy, yeah, You're sure. the best. Thanks. Brent Stromwall is here. He's with the, the owner of uh, Odigo's. I got it right. Way to go. Odie right. I got the thumbs up. Brent, welcome to the program. Good morning. Thank you. Tell us all about Odigo's. What do you do? Are you, you pressure washing anything, or what are you <laughs> doing not, these days? <laughs> I'm not pressure washing, no. I'm maybe cleaning house somewhere else, though. But no. you are helping people with their dumpster fires, then. I am oh, helping. Oh, I got it job. in. Right. I'm helping folks like Rob get their small businesses ru- running. Okay, so how do you do that? What do yeah, you do? So I am uh guiding small business owners to i'm going to say regain their joy and passion to grow the business oftentimes entrepreneurs kind of cap out they've reached their capacity and it's overwhelming for them i have the opportunity to bring my experience 30 years of it to help them get beyond that and uh engage in some other type of uh, leadership within their business so you're helping people with kind of their new beginnings uh if they're starting a, a new business um talk this is a new beginning for you uh, so, so kind of talk about yeah. that whole concept of new beginnings. It's a totally new beginning. Yeah. Um, I've had 30 years experience in a business growing it. Uh, we were probably 15, five people when I started with the business. Uh, we grew it about 15x over the years. And um, I have what I would call a, a good sense of empathy toward an entrepreneur and small business owner. Right. I know what it's like to go through the challenges of trying to come up with a name, for example. Um, But beyond that, there's uh, degrees of growth that businesses go through, and I help them break through the barriers. They will hit barriers, and I help them break through that by uh, teaching them and training them and then guiding them along a path that uh, leverages good tools and process to lead the business. Are you finding there are specific verticals where you're working where your expertise really comes in handy and you're having a lot of success? Uh, a lot of success. I would love to have a lot of success anywhere in any segment right now, but, um, where are you knocking it out of the ballpark right now though? Um, I'll say right now I've got several, I've got several clients and prospects and they're across all industries right now. I won't say all, but several different industries. Um, I, I'm a degreed engineer, so I'm a, I call myself a trained problem solver. That's basically what I do. Um, I did it for business and, and led with that. I did it for, I provided engineering. Our business was an engineering and project management consulting firm for manufacturers. So I don't have a lot of clientele in the manufacturing space, but uh, I do have that 
ability to lead and problem solve that I bring to any other business. Uh, let me ask this question, and, and if this is an unfair question, you are absolutely allowed to talk me down and tell me that I can't ask anything else the entire I'll interview. smack you. Yeah. Oh, that, that would yeah, be a absolutely. dream come true yeah, for me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Absolutely. And All our right. listeners. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. All right. So uh, the, the entrepreneur who's listening, the small business owner who's mm-hmm. listening, um, how do they – what's going on in their lives right now? What are some of the mm-hmm. symptoms that you would go – if this is happening to you, if this is happening in your business – you might need to call me and talk to me and maybe they don't know it yet. Yeah, there's, I would say there's probably, um, three different words that I would use to describe my journey as a small business owner. One is I'm overwhelmed or, or two is I'm paralyzed. Just too many options for me to even think about. And three, I just lack clarity. So those are the emotional, uh, aspects of being a small business owner. The things that keep you up at night, the, it, boils down to those three things. And, and I guess one of the key things about kind of why they should work with you is you've said each of those three words in your 30-year journey right, uh, yes. at, at going through taking the business through all the different stages. Right, right. And and how did you get through them? Because you didn't have Brent. You didn't have uh, Odigos. Right. I had to go and seek counsel myself, right? Uh-huh. Sometimes counseling. Okay. Yeah. So there was some... <laughs> There is some real struggles. Uh, you know, people think that they want to own their own business, and then they get into it. Then they realize, oh wow, this Next is. Next thing a, they know, they're 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 the pressure washing the pressure washing dumpsters. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> now they're trying to figure out how to sell clean dumpsters to people. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, once you get into it, you, generally I'll get to uh, or a business might get to a point where they're about ten people, right? That's the first real ceiling that the entrepreneur will hit because. They're overwhelmed. There's too much for them to even keep their fingers in it anymore. And they realize they're overwhelmed. And they want to go do something different. They want to keep growing or address a new market or whatever. And they just lack clarity on how to go do that. And so uh, I I bring uh, what I call or what is called the entrepreneurial operating system to them. I train them in that. I walk alongside them um, and guide them in that so that they can – and integrate that into their business and find clarity through generally the answers are already at the table we just got to bring them out and brent the name of the show uh, name of the show the name of the company is odigos and the reason for that name oh the sorry. a lot of story behind this but uh the reason we landed on odigos was uh it's a greek word for guide and i do consider myself a guide and really that's it's come alongside an entrepreneurial business owner and help them. Yep. Right. I've been there before. I've done this. I've been on this path, if you will. Right. I know where the uh, the the abyss is to avoid, or the uh, the guardrails that you might bump up against. And even though you don't know what's around the corner of the path, I do. I've been there. I know how to get and navigate through this. Absolutely. How do your clients engage with you? Is it a one-time thing? Is it an ongoing process? What are the options? Good question. So I usually get started with uh, like a 90-minute session. I, we, I get more information from them about their business and their challenges and where they're at. They can then, I provide them some information about Odigos and EOS so they can understand what we're going to, uh, about to get on a journey for. And then they decide if they want to move forward. And then it's a, I meet with them on a full day session, three times in two months to really hit them hard with training, 
establish what I would call alignment at the leadership team with vision and strategy and goals. And then I, I'm training them on pr practices and tools that EOS provides. And then on a quarterly basis and annual basis, I'm meeting with them on a day for a day long session to help them integrate that into their business. And of course, in between that, I'm following up with them. Talk a little bit more about EOS, the entrepreneurial operating mm -hmm. system. That That is kind of your key platform. Yep. Um, talk a little bit about that if, for those people that have no idea what that is. Sure. In Polytron, which is the business I used to be in, we went through several different iterations or um, trying to leverage tools that are out in the marketplace, business books and um, systems, if you will. And when I first heard about EOS, I was like, oh, yeah, this is another one. It's the same as all the rest of them. It's another notebook to put on my shelf right. after an all-day yes, workshop. Yes. Yeah. We're going to go do a workshop, and that's it. But really, the, the difference, and I see two, two unique things that EOS offers. Um, one is we really do have a way to leverage um, learning from issues, solving them, and m making a difference in the business. And then secondly, it's integrating it into the business, creating accountability in the leadership team level and throughout the business by doing things, uh, what we call traction. You're gaining traction, right? You're doing this on a weekly basis, having weekly le level 10 meetings, we call them, and then the quarterly sessions. And, and here's where it comes down to, again, your 30 years of, of working through a business's life cycle uh, in many respects. Uh, EOS was something that actually helped your business mm -hmm. uh, and it worked and you can guide someone because you went through the whole process of EOS uh, and other things uh, to, to get your business to, to where it was going. Um, so that that first discovery meeting, mm -hmm. um, when someone sometimes people come to a discovery holding their cards very close to their chest. I don't want to give away too much or whatever. What should people be willing to, what should people be ready to present? What, what do they need to bring to the table uh, to help you be able to help them as, as best you can? Uh, yeah. So I, it's really about their challenges, right? Yeah. I, I learn a little bit about their business, their market, um, the type, how they're getting revenue. Potentially they they may want to share their profitability with me and things like that. Um, Ultimately, what we want to get down to is what are their challenges in the business and how can we help them? Can I help them? Because it's, it's more of an interview process across the table, right? They're seeing if they want to hire me and I'm seeing if I want to work for them. So uh, we, we're trying to figure that out together. And ultimately, um, after hopefully 90, 120 minutes, we've, we've got it figured out. Bring your good and your bad. Bring your problems. That's right. And you can also tell me what's going well. That's right. <laughs> you, you mentioned some of the pain points earlier. Is there a time in the, the, the cycle of a business life, like I'm a young company, only been around three years, I should be talking to you, or should I be a little bit more mature, maybe 10 years in, I should be talking to you, or I'm a 20-year-old I'm a business, I've been around mm -hmm. for a while, I probably don't need to talk to you know, Brent at this point. Is, it doesn't really matter the age of the business. I guess if you're just having some of those pain points, they can happen right. at any time in the cycle. Right. Yep. So... Uh, we've experienced it and it's common throughout businesses that there are you are going to hit ceilings ceilings of growth right so you're going to grow for a little bit then you're going to plateau and then you hopefully will break through that you're either going to break through and keep growing you're going to stay at the plateau or you're going to drop off so hopefully uh, the people that are ex uh, receiving these types of pains or pain points are at that ceiling and they realize they need to break through so that they can continue the growth. It doesn't come at any particular time period. 
it's more about the size of the business. Gotcha. Right? And so we recognized, um, this is my experience, about every time we doubled, we got there again. So you, the organism, if you can think about a business, you're kind of shaped for what you know today in the next three to five years. And so you've got the administration and overhead and organization and all that to get to about double where you are today. And when you get there, it's like, oh, well, now we're not staffed right or we're not organized correctly or we, we're lacking some skills and talent. So that's the, the type of things that happen within a business life cycle. For that business leader that would like to reach out to you and find out more about what you bring to the table, where can they get all this information? Easy. www.odigos.llc. O-D-I-G-O-S dot L-L-C. Or they can give me a call, 678-618-0803. It's my phone. Great. Brent Stromwell, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you, gentlemen. Absolutely. And thanks to uh, Rob Learn as well for joining us from Trident Cleaners. Two more great guests here on Gwinnett Business Radio. As always. And best great, show ever. Greatest show we've ever Greatest done. show ever. It's huge. Uh, and it smells good in here, too. It smells fantastic. Yeah. Almost like someone pressure washed it with 200 know, degrees you, and got rid of all the bacteria. Do we get a complimentary uh, dumpster cleaning, you know, with <laughs> Rob being here? Maybe on your way out, you could do something about this one in the back. Well, we'll have to introduce you to the uh, to the. There to the, you go. Yeah. Got to introduce him to we'll the staff start making, at Sinesta. We'll make so, some connections already for all him. All right. Hey, I want to remind everybody that love is what makes a Subaru. Uh, Gwinnett Business Radio does come to you from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios. Get big savings and enjoy their hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today. Come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, then follow Subaru of Gwinnett's Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers, news, and community events. All right. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Gwinnett Radio X and follow us on Facebook at Gwinnett Radio X. And also follow us and like us on LinkedIn at Gwinnett Business Radio X. Like, oh, yeah, I threw a little curveball at you there. Wow. We're all over social media. All over social media. All over social no, media. No thanks to you and I. All no, thanks got, to Amanda. We got, we got people that do that good work for us. All right, I want to thank Amanda for producing the show for us behind the scenes. My thanks to Stephen and our guests as well and to our listeners. Until next time, I'm Mike, and you've been listening to Gwinnett Business Radio here on Business Radio X.